to win in style, we've done it for a while, it's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 6, Episode 11. I'm Jack. Uh, Abbas. ASD. And joining us for his debut on the show. Ryan from Boston Spurs. Welcome Ryan, great to have you with us. Thanks for having um, me. So we'll dive in then on the intro questions for new guests. So, first game at the lane? Uh, Leicester, 4-3 win uh, two seasons ago. So that would be, what, 14-15 season? Yeah. yeah, we were just talking about this off air, and we were saying what a great game that was. That's not a bad first game to have gone no, to either. It was it was back and forth. We were sat uh, south upper, uh, right next to the Leicester away mm. fans, and they were good. They were loud and going back and forth the whole time. And uh, yeah, other than Walker, you know, slamming into Larice and knocking on out of the game <laughs> inside two minutes, uh, it was it was a really good game. And, you know, we got the win. Harry Kane got a hat trick. It was a good time. Yeah, it's a great first game. Well, we, we met up. That's what I was going to say. You're, this isn't your first appearance on the show officially, no. is it? No. Um, and there were loads of you, weren't there? Was there, there was well, for that, yeah, that visit we had about 25. Um, we That's actually not the biggest group we've ever taken over, but it was it was a good size, especially for our first, our first time. Yeah. yeah, massive. There was yeah. one lot for the United game. Yeah, the United we had forty-five. Forty-five, and I was sat no. in front of loads of them, um, <laughs> loads. <laughs> like literally, I was south upper then as well, and there yeah. were loads of them. So we were split. Half of us were in upper, and half of us were lower. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was in the south lower for that game. That yeah. would have oh, been oh, great. Yeah. I had bruises on the back right? of my legs. I was trying. It was, it was nuts. I was trying to explain yeah. to someone because my one of my favorite videos on YouTube is that Aaron Lennon scoring against. Uh, Arsenal, you know where, where we scored two, two goals. Two minutes, yeah. And I was in the East Lower um, with you know Jeff Mace, the guy, the um, journalist who collects Spurs shirts. Anyway, so he's got the um, the first uh, Klinsman shirt with mm. the mud on it. Like he's got that shirt, he collects shirts, and um, I got him a ticket and he was with me. And I was in the East Lower, and when we scored the second goal, which was second goal in two minutes, mm-hmm. um, Bale then Lennon, people went mental. Everyone went from behind, came running over us. So um, I fell forward broke the chair in front of me my jeans were bloody where, wow. where they'd gone in but you just didn't it was feel all worth it it. Yeah. it was all worth it And then, but it was really weird seeing all these old guys just pick up the chair and put up their shirts to try and keep one of their bits of chair <laughs> um, that's great that's a great first game to go to that's a great, yeah, it's a great yeah, first yeah, game definitely. and then your favourite Spurs player so it doesn't have to be live it can be sort of all time yeah I mean I've you know I've liked a lot of players over the years but I'm just going to have to go with right now just because he's he hasn't done anything. He basically has has done no wrong, and he's just so solid. Is Lloris? Hmm. I mean, without him, you know, where would we be? He's he's saved us more times than I can count, um, and he's he seems like a like a good guy off the field. Um, even someone like Bale, who's one of my favorite Spurs of all time, you know, some of them some people soured on him when he when he left from Madrid and, and things like that, and so you know, Lloris hasn't done anything like that. <laughs> To us, obviously. So uh, yeah, he's 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 he might not be my spur- favorite Spurs player of all time, but but right now, yeah. um, he's we he's love Hugo and uh, he's great. What I think is so so interesting is you get so many Spurs fans that have been going 40, 50 years, and they all say he's the best keeper we've had, right? And that's up against some of the greats, right? That not even Spurs have had that. So I mean, the Premier League and British leagues have seen. So not a bad choice at all. No. Um, favorite Spurs goal. 
Uh, again, there, there are a lot, but the one that really sticks out for me is actually a bail goal. It was uh, the winner against West Ham. Um, oh, the, yes. the season. Well, so the thing that makes it great is the goal itself was, was brilliant, but he got fouled and got up looking for the call. Joey O'Brien. And he was looking. Nice. And he was looking at the, the ref, and the ref wasn't paying any attention. He said, all right, that's how it's going to be. Let's do this. And he ran up, got possession, and just kind of took on two defenders. Bang, in, done. Gary O'Neill. Gary O'Neill. <laughs> Gary O'Neill, not Jerry O'Brien. I mean, they're all the same. But, well, but yeah, that that you know was was just mental. And of course, mm. it was against West Ham. Perfect. Last minute. That, that was so from Tom Carroll as well. It was amazing. After, yeah, especially after like Joe Cole scored. That, that was really a way scabby too, right? goal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, February 25th, 2013. Birthday. <laughs> my birthday. Um, Many happy returns. Thank you very much. Three um, years late, but <laughs> no present. <laughs> Um, and then the last one is like why are you Spurs like is that just a decision you made is it family is it circumstance it's partially just a decision I made partially friends who were Spurs fans mm. um, I have some some friends they're actually from Dublin and one of them uh, shout out to Owen Bennis <laughs> um, kind of got me into the club to the extent that I was like okay this like I was watching them before that yeah. but I was also watching other clubs um, and I'd been in the Premier League for a few years, and but I liked Spurs, and 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 he was a big Spurs fan, and he was all about it, and we would go to a pub and watch Spurs, and I don't know, he's just was telling me more about the history, and mm. and then I, I went to the lane shortly thereafter, uh, not for a match, but but um, it was July, so um, but I did a tour and learned about the yeah. history and everything, and I'm like, okay, that's settled, yeah, um, that's, that's done, great. yeah, that's great, cool. Um, well, let's move on. And the uh, opening question is um, actually one of yours, ASD. Well, actually, sorry, it actually comes from a debate. Me, me. So, I don't know, how's, how did it start? Not sure already. <laughs> well, we were in a debate on the WhatsApp group about... Was what, it a tweet you, you sent out after the I sent the it out game? after you said something on the WhatsApp yeah. group. And it was about what, what do we expect when we buy a ticket? And then it, the, the background is why... I. I've always hated it when fans moan or they groan when something that they don't like happens and it doesn't help and it's put, it doesn't help the players and it's put into stark contrast when you see teams like Dortmund or whoever just sing the entire time. Now that is a very specialist, specialised yeah. situation but the question is what do we expect when we buy a ticket to a game or what should we expect? Um, well, I'm quite outspoken on this, I think. Yeah, um, I... I at the end of the day, you are a consumer of the club. You pay for, in effect, some sort of service, right? So you're paying money, you're investing time, whether it be time, money, emotional, you're, you're investing something, you have a vested interest in Spurs. So the, the, what I said on, on Twitter was, if you go to a restaurant and you order like you order your favourite salmon, salmon fillet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to think of. And... Um, is that what you would order? Sea bass, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you order when you order your salmon filler and it comes out and it's a bit horrible and it's not that good, you're going to complain. You're going to you're going to say something to the uh, to the waiter or whatever. You're gonna you're gonna have words on it. You're gonna complain. So why are we not allowed to moan or complain when something that we pay for in Spurs aren't doing well? Why? What What's the difference between? going to a restaurant and paying 20 quid for a salmon fillet or spending £30 on a ticket and seeing your team lose 2-0. Are you not allowed to complain? Because 
for me, when you're going to a restaurant, you're buying a consistent product. Like you, Mars Bar on Twitter as well is the other example. Oh, yeah. But you were buy, you're buying something you expect to be the same every single time. Like if I go to, like fast food chain are built on, you go to McDonald's in Mozambique, or you'll have the same Big Mac as you'll have in, in Cardiff or in North London or wherever. Like you're buying the same product. Whereas if you go to see sport, you're not buying a, a consistent product. You're buying a chance. You're buying you're not buying something that you know the end of and that for me is the attraction in it not knowing what you're going to get so, so my retort to that would be <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you celebrate <laughs> got to giggles um, yeah. so you, you celebrate when they win and you, yeah. you you know you congratulate everyone when they win and whatnot. Yeah. so equally it works both ways right so if your yeah. team doesn't perform well then you're able to be like, oh, hang on, well, he had a shit game or he wasn't as good as he should have been. It works both ways. If, say, Walker had a great game and he scored a hat-trick, not saying he ever would, but um, (laughs) um, you'd say, oh, Walker was amazing. Equally, if there was a defensive error like Renyama's on on Saturday, you'd say, oh, hang on, well, he had a good game, but he messed up there and he probably should have not headed it back. So you're able to moan at players and the club when things aren't necessarily going the way they should be going. I think they're two separate things. Like being disappointed versus voicing your disappointment are two separate things. So I feel I'm disappointed in Walker well, at least once a game. But I don't I'll never boo him. <laughs> I will always support him. So 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 this is again what we had a conversation with Spurs Poet about on Twitter, where there's a difference between being disappointed in the result and but there's a way of being able to articulate your disappointment mm. so for example some of the stuff that Josh Onimo was getting after the Liverpool Mental. game was ridiculous yeah. it was out of this world ridiculous and that sort of stuff is reserved purely for keyboard warriors who have no place in having any sort of opinion on the game of football mm. but then there's those who are disappointed and are like oh well you know we we, like, I was disappointed after the Liverpool game because I thought we had a stronger team than Liverpool did starting 11 wise and you know we, uh, we'll t- I'm sure we'll touch upon it later on but Jack was equally happy with Spurs and their performance but I was disappointed in the fact that we had a better starting 11 than they did mm. um, but there's a way you articulate your response and how you show your disappointment and Going on Twitter and sending Josh on abusive messages is not the way forward. Man, it's ridiculous. Shocking, yeah, yeah, absolutely shocking. We had a really, really interesting um, post on Reddit from Dan Arlington actually about this. I'm going to read out part of what he put. And he said, I remember the good feeling of beating Wigan 3-1 after 50-something minutes, then scoring a fourth, then the fifth, then the sixth, and so on. Every time people would demand more from the team, we want eight, we want nine, we want ten. All could be heard being chanted by the crowd. Every missed shot was an opportunity wasted and the crowd felt it, even though we were winning by a ridiculous margin. This is what typifies it for me. There's always scope to improve and you always want the best, but some people manage that differently. It's probably the best summary of this situation that I've heard well, anyone say. I think. When I went to Barcelona, Messi scored a blinding free kick and did what he does. He wasn't perfect on the day, but they were moaning about him, like moaning about Messi. And it just, what do you think? Um, to go back to the original question, I just think it's like it's not it doesn't equate to salmon at a restaurant. I, I don't think because it's you know anything can happen. These are people. People make mistakes. People have off days. Do you know what I mean? It's not just a consistent product. So 
I don't ever anticipate. I don't like it when the team performs poorly. Um, most of the time, I'm not buying a ticket. If I was buying a ticket, game in and game out, maybe it would bother me a little bit more mm. because they're not cheap. Um, but I don't expect perfection when I go. Mm. Um, I've been to three Spurs matches and I, I've seen two wins and a draw. Um, so I'm anticipating that the next one's going to be a loss. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's it's they're not going to win and play play great every time. You know. Um, so it it doesn't really bother me, but but I think every fan has the right to moan about what they want to moan about, um, and you know it's one of the few things that you can just publicly moan about, and by and large people don't care. You can't go on podcasts and talk about how your children are shit because <laughs> because you know they they did something. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it, it's always been that way. I think I I think abusing players isn't right. Um, if you know publicly doing that, but. Um, but, you know, everyone has an opinion. And there's always going to be people where no matter how well the team does, mm. um, they're always going to want more. Like, there were people who were legitimately pissed off that we didn't win the league last year, which is <laughs> a bit ridiculous. Madness. Madness. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it doesn't, you know, that, that, that's my take on it. And just just add on that, it's not disappointment with the players itself. It's more, I don't know who said it in the WhatsApp group, maybe Gareth, but it's more of a disappointment with the result and us not getting the rubble to green. Um, which we've drawn what three league games in a row now, and it's not to do like the effort is there. It's not like it's not like how we turned up to Liverpool two years ago and we got trounced four 0 when Van uh, when Jan Vertonghen was like up against the wall, like not not caring. Mm. There's a difference between that team and the team we have now. It's not the performance of the players that's being criticised. It's the fact that we're disappointed that we're not winning games that we should be winning. Yeah, yeah. And correct, like you know, we. Why should we be winning them? Because well, considering the last couple of seasons, all right, Leicester last year um, they beat us one 0 at the lane. Yeah. Um, but over overall, I reckon we have a better, better you know, head to head with Leicester. We beat them the year before four three. But then, if if it is about winning, then. Why not just support the All Blacks? We're the only team we're just going to beat, win every time. Like, what do you, th- this is why I get to with what do you expect from sport, you know? But then I think with this whole thing, expectations is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like last season, West Brom away, Bournemouth away, Leicester at home, we got four points. Yep, we got three points out of it this season. It's hardly a disastrous period. This is what I'm struggling to understand. City went how many games without a win? Did they go five, six, five or six, six without yeah. a win? And we've drawn what was it, three league games in a row? Yeah, I don't think it's as disastrous as everyone's making out. Gone, That's what I'm struggling to understand. We've gone what now five, five without a win? Yeah, but I think the way the way football I mean, works, I think all, every team is going to go through a bit I of mean, a period where you you're not I, winning. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not. I'm not like slating the team and no, no, saying no, that, that like. They're playing terribly. They're not. It's just the fact that a rubber to green, where we we are, we're creating chances. Where apart from the Bournemouth game, where Bournemouth were pretty decent, we've created chances. We've had opportunities, but we've not been able to kill it mm. off. And I think that's where the disappointment comes from. It's not how we're playing. It isn't. It's enough to do with that. Mm. But it's just the results we get. It's just the results. So when's it okay to boo? Like there are some times when I think it's okay to boo. Final whistle goes. Four 0 down, four 0 down at half time to Arsenal. I think the only time I think I would ever boo would be when you see a player not giving his all. 
That's, that's the only time. Yeah. I think if we were four, if we're four 0 down at Arsenal half time at the weekend, and you look at every play and you think they've given everything, mm. we've been outclassed. I, I couldn't yeah, yeah. have a go at them. It's when you see players giving fifty percent, not sprinting after a ball, not going up for a header. That is when I get really frustrated. How does it work in US based sports? In the, in the baseballs, the basketballs, the, the footballs. Is there any booing or how, is there any? Yeah, any. Of course. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's it's no different. Oh yeah. No. I, I guess the, the reason I'm asking is you, you get the feeling that I don't know. There's sometimes you feel the support isn't as as tribe. Oh no, that, it doesn't make sense. It, I don't know. There, I think there's a an incorrect assumption that there's it's less tribal with soccer football, or it's more tribal in soccer football. Than it's it more tribal. It's more tribal in, more, in soccer. More, yeah, it, it, more. Well, Emotional. so here's <laughs> here's the thing. I I think the average fan uh, of an American sports team doesn't maybe gripe as much, or or, or kind of you know you don't we don't have fan TV, mm. you know mm. channels like Spread On and you know whatever the other one's called, um, but you do have you know entire major network thirty minute programs dedicated to professionals bitching about things. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's kind of the same thing, um, but I guess it is a little bit different. But it's not like you know when one player does you know a brilliant player like LeBron James makes a mistake, and you turn on ESPN and the sky is falling. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, so it, it is still blown out of proportion. People still um, kind of overblow situations and, and, and turn things turn uh, molehills into mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think it's too much different. I was just going to say, like, it's not, you're not having a go at, like, Walker for misplacing the pass and it going out out of touch. You're not going to have a go at him for that. But if it's over mm. a consistent pe- like, time period where mm. he's consistently kicking it out of touch or making defensive errors, then you're more likely to have a go at him and, yeah. and not mm. boo him, but, you know, question his participation in the team, right? Yeah, I, I see both sides of it. I go to football, like, because it, it's such an emotional outburst like it just it just clears a lot of, it clears my brain it's it's a really amazing thing just to get get out there you know it's mm. really it's a really lovely thing and so part of that is just being quite guttural and quite base and just letting yourself go and so you can't help but being disappointed like I do go and I want to see him win every game and I have sighed I think that's what it is it's the it's the sigh when someone play does a miss pass or something where they don't feel they, they, where they feel like they have cocked up, and then that will be in their mind, and they'll they'll cock up the next one because they feel the pressure. But then you flip it, you feel you see what Soldado still tweets about the club every day. It seems because <laughs> we were just behind him every mm. step of the way. Who were the players that w- we never just got behind? I'm looking mainly well players yeah. we never got behind because Adebayor. Adebayor. I reckon I we feel did. There was we did a time. in the first year. He was great. That I think Liverpool everyone, game, Newcastle everyone game, everyone loved well. him. Yeah, I never felt anyone got behind Gallas. Well, mm. <laughs> I know Bentley. I think was probably another Bentley one was a that tough one. didn't really. Darren Bent, big one. Yeah, I've never yeah. felt right. But then I think there were some people that did like Darren Bent. I can't really remember there being ever a player that everyone was like, no, no, I remember don't going want to Darren Bent's like debut. Yeah, at Spurs, and he just got loads of booze. That's a shame, isn't it? What? <laughs> Why? I don't understand it. I have no idea. He's got a good. He had a good goal scoring record for us. He anyway. did. Um, should we move on to Leicester? Uh, are we done here? Well, we, yeah. we could go on all day. We could go on all day. Let's go on to Leicester. So, 1-1. Um, I think they had one shot on target, Leicester. 
Yeah. I think they got out of their half once, C- really, clinical. in the whole game. You could say clinical, yeah. you could say lucky. I mean, we created a lot of chances, hit the woodwork twice. So much possession, so much control. And let's, let's talk about the, the, the lead-up to the game. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I have handed <laughs> over hosting. Um, but we've got someone who went to the game for their third game. What was it like? like? What did you do before the game? What was the atmosphere like? It's a cold day in North London. What, what, what did you do? Uh, it actually wasn't cold. No it was, way. It was, it was very nice out. It's oh. quite a crisp day. Well, no, Boston's no. a cold place though, right? Colder than London. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. No, but this, this time of year, we, we actually went last year. last two seasons were in the spring, uh, March and April. It was much colder, and uh, I've been told it's been un- unseasonably warm here. Maybe that's true, maybe that's not, but oh. it wasn't cold for the game. Um, I didn't think so. So yeah. that kind of uh, made the atmosphere nice, and, and we went to, uh, can I say, like, names of pubs? Yeah, of Is that cool? Uh, we went to a pub called The Ship, nice. which is right, by, is Bruce, it's right by the Bruce Grove right. uh, over Ground Stop, and um, they have a nice little outdoor like courtyard area and it, it you know it was people wanted to be outside because it wasn't cold mm-hmm. you know um so we we met up there um all the people in town from boston met up and um we then headed over to the lane Wait, so you were shipping up to boston is yeah. that what you were doing <laughs> N- nice one yeah um but uh yeah so so we just you know we're, we're there we actually were watching the the sunderland arsenal game and um, it was kind of funny when uh, Defoe scored that, that penalty oh, yeah. to, to even it up. The entire bar uh, was chanting, <laughs> Jermaine Defoe, he's a yiddo. <laughs> and then, of course, they went on to, to stink up the joint <laughs> and get smoked. But, um, but, yeah, so we were just there, and it was a good time. You know, had a few pints and talked about Spurs. And I had to answer why I, I'm Spurs about <laughs> 15 <laughs> times. At, but that's, I'm used to it by now. Um, and, and the... The atmosphere was really good. I think everyone not necessarily expected us to, to beat Leicester, but we thought we were able to. Mm. Um, we thought that they weren't. They don't seem like the team they were last year. Um, the confidence was was pretty high, and I, I think that partially led to the you know some of the disappointment afterwards. Is that people kind of? It seemed like the energy was that people thought we were gonna go in and get a result and finally stop this streak of, of drawing every match. And then, you know, uh, just the way it happened, it's like, re- you know, really another draw based on a game that we probably should have won. So, um, yeah, but it, the atmosphere was great. Um, it was even okay after. You know, it was a little down, but we went to another pub after. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, I mean, we had a great time. But for us, it's a little bit different because, you know, we flew thousands of miles and, you know, paid all this yeah. money. And it's like, you know, I enjoy, every second... In you know, I look at the clock, and, and three minutes have gone by. I felt like I've been in that stadium for a half an hour. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's just you know the whole atmosphere and everything. Yeah, you know, if someone who goes week in and week out, you know, that diminishes a bit. And I've experienced that with other you know American teams that I've grown up following. It doesn't mean as much to me. And you know, I can just kind of like come and go, and it's just a you know mm-hmm. three hours, and you know, then you go home. But for us, it's like a whole thing. So. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone was really enjoying it. We were going. The, the penalty was right in front of us that Jansen scored, so we were going completely mental. Um, hmm. I, you know, a nice video of it and everything. Um, so I had a great time. The result was disappointing, but I think ultimately the mood was good, and we we had a lot of fun. The atmosphere was great on Jansen's goal as well. As, yeah. soon, as soon as the penalty was given, everyone was yep. shouting, come, come on, Jansen, here we yep. go, and he scored. Yep. It was quality. I thought he had a really good game. That's just the next point, actually. I, I think... Since Kane's been out, he's actually been playing really well. I think there's a bit of stick for him. Um, 
I don't understand struggling it. to understand what I thought he was good against it. Liverpool. Got his goal against Leicester. Like the, the all right, all of his goals have been penalties, and there have been just some, like, just like a yeah, some <laughs> comparisons to a previous the number only nine. Thing is he's not scoring. Like if he get if he got one goal in the previous game, if he scored against West Brom, we'd be we'd be singing his praises. But he's just not scoring from open play. I'm not. That's not a criticism. Uh, well, it is a little bit. You just look at Aguero and Costa's goal, mm. like actual centre forwards because we talk about his set up play and him holding the ball I, I, I don't care if he doesn't do that I just wanted to bang something but, in just I mean, a couple they, of times there was know? that sorry there was that chance in the second <laughs> half wasn't there you know where he backed into Hoof took it on the turn put it about an inch wide like they're the that goals was, that he's going to score yeah they're the goals he'll get and this is the thing I was talking about last week on the pod where I said Janssen if he can get one against Liverpool and another one against Leicester he, he might be able to kick on and he's he's, he's got the goals albeit there have been penalties but he's got the goals, and it's probably unfortunate for him that Kane is now in a position where he's ready to come back, where he'll be getting less game time. But in the last three games, he's four or five games Janssen's played, I've not seen anything yeah. wrong with him, apart from the fact he is a little bit like sh- shy to shoot, which is what you're talking about with the Aguero and the Costa goals, which were like, out of this world, right? And it's something that... Janssen's not that type of player. I, I, and hmm. he, he did it, he, he scored one similar for... Um, uh, Holland in, in on international oh, duty, yeah. which was a quality go. Yeah, but he's just not that sort of player. He'll get he'll get a couple of those a season, but he's not going to consistently be that type of Aguero clinical striker. He's going to be in and around. He's going to be in the six yard area. He's going to be fox in the box sort of thing, getting like a little like your poultry goes. He's not that sort of person who's going to be able to bang in bang it in from twenty five yards. Yeah, it's, I mean his rec- his record for AZ was really good. Wasn't it? And they were all your, your record for AZ would have been good. But the, the, I think this is the point I was going on to make. Like, there, there's very few players who come in and make it straight away when mm. you come from Mary the Vizzy. Like Suarez did it, Torres did it. But it, it, he's a 23. Like, if I took you, Jack, because mm. you're near his age, put you in Holland and to say go and be world class, be in the top five people in your role well, in the country, it. it's yeah, it'd, be, it'd be a nightmare. Especially when there's someone else who was the best in the country. The last time, I don't think it's fair to criticise the lad. To answer your question, what happens when Kane is back? He goes back down to second striker. Kane's, yeah. Kane's number one. So we don't think you plan together. It could do. I, it's what I, it's what I said uh, uh, last week again when we're playing. You know, I've got inverted commas here, but lesser teams when we're playing teams who are maybe going to be what twelve to twenty, and they they'll come in for the sole purpose of sitting back, getting a point. Two up top will cause cause problems for them. Yeah, and I'm almost in the mood to drop Ericsson for a game and just say, like, score, like, be more impactful because he's. We do, we talk about being disappointed in Spurs. I've been disappointed in Ericsson recently. He's been absolutely terrible. I don't think he's been bad. I, I don't think. Be, I'm now comparing him. You have to compare him to De Bruyne, like Özil. Firmino, Coutinho, Silva, like th- these are the players he's he's in and in and amongst, and, and he's, he's younger than all of them. He's younger than all of them, which which okay, a, 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 and like Özil, well, like he is world class as much as you hate him. He just doesn't do enough. He runs a lot and he shoots a lot. He hasn't scored and he hasn't assisted as much as he did last season. He's just I feel he's gone backwards a little bit and it worries me. I don't know. I think he's been playing in a slightly different kind of role as well because mm-hmm. we're not playing the regimented 4-2-3-1 yeah, that we were right. last season. Right. It's been a lot more of a free midfield with him coming a lot deeper. So yeah. I think that's him playing a different position which he's not too familiar with in a Spurs shirt which is going to take him a bit of time. Just, just a question actually for you guys. 
So Liverpool play like the, the front three, but all interchangeable with mm. one another. So you've got who's it, Coutinho, Firmino, and Lallana. Could that work with Spurs? Could we have interchangeable players between the three? I think we have that. I think we have that elsewhere. We just have a, we go with a striker that stays up front, stays in the centre, and everyone sort of around them can pretty much do what we want. I don't necessarily know if we've got the pace to maybe play that system because you think of the teams that do play that without the recognised forward they all seem to have absolutely lightning quick players but I mean for me Ericsson is still a starter if we're playing that 4-2-3-1 he still starts on, starts on that left so right. between Ericsson being dropped or Janssen who'd you go for? Um, well I mean if Kane's going to come back in then I'd probably drop Janssen up for me the one that I think will probably miss out at the moment would probably be Ali in the last couple of games he struggled to really get going so I thought he was quite good against Leicester. Did you think? I thought, I thought he was game. quiet. I thought he was quiet, but I thought he had a good game. So then you wouldn't be able to play four two three one if obviously you had Janssen and Kane up front. So yeah. you'd have to change formation to four four two or yeah, I'd go four four two. I think you know, Ericsson's clever enough to play on the left of a four. Like he's not a he's not a thick player. But he's right? not. It's he's not. Yeah, I see what you mean. But because four four two. He doesn't want four four two. Because a four four two would be not flat per se, but it would be he'll like on the left on his four two three one. He's a lot higher up the pitch. Yeah. He doesn't have the pace to be able to make to if he's if he's starting position on the left is a lot further back on the four four two. Do you think he's able to have that like pace or whatever to to get forward enough? I, think, I don't think it'd be but an it, issue for him, to be honest. When your later questions as well, we should just bring in the the after the defence because the defence we know and the, the goalkeeper yeah. we know. What is your, what's your, like, after the defence? So say we've got our four in the back and our goalkeeper sorted. What is your then first eleven? Well, I was going to say if everyone's fit, I think that the front four I'd want to see right now in a four-two-three-one would be Kane, uh, Delhi, Son, and Lamella. Um, wow. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm, I I just think that Son, like you were saying earlier, Ericsson, um, he, I, you were saying like he could maybe sit, you know, do better. I kind of agree with that. Um, I don't think Jansen really needs to be in there starting. Certainly not in four two three one. He he wouldn't. Um, and then is behind them, um, Dembele, of course. Um, and then who you pair Dembele with? That I'm not really sure about. I think it's kind of split between Wanyama and. Um, and Dyer, but I agree with what you were all saying about Ericsson, though. Um, I th- I've been a little bit disappointed in him, more so than Ali, more so than Jansen, even because mm. Jansen's pretty new to the system and to the league. And yeah, it's, it's a good point actually, because now to see what Ericsson's third third season, fourth season, fourth, I think, fourth, I think, yeah. AVB got him, didn't he? You expect him to kick on. He's not. I mean, there's something amiss. There's something not quite right. What was the game after he signed this contract? He was great in that he was, game. Yeah. I can't, um, can't remember. Was, was it the Stoke game? Is he turned into Adebayor? Yeah, <coughs> that's what Stoke it is. It's you just give him money and he, he plays for a game. Um, the Dyer Wanyama one's really he, interesting battle, though, easy. I think. Dyer. It's a, it's a really, really, really Wanyama tough one. Wanyama has been very good. Yeah. yeah. He's he been, been good, but there's been mistakes in him. Just just the one. What I mean, well, I've got every yellow card. He's, I, I'm always worried he's good. He hasn't been sent off. I just. He's got it in him, though, hasn't he? He's got it. He's got it in him, and he had a lot of red cards, didn't he? But 
let's take out the mistake at Leicester, which cost yeah. us, which cost us the points. Thanks. Yeah. I don't think it was that bad. Like there were there were two further movements or phases where that play had to go through. Like it, when I because I, I was listening to it because I'm doing nursery stuff. I saw <laughs> this is my life now. Mm. Um, he, I thought it would be like he headed the ball like. He passed it back to someone on the penalty spot who had no one around him, like Messi. Like Messi, man, that Man City against Messi, yeah. that defending was the worst defending I've literally ever seen. For such, like, for what might be the, the two greatest teams in the Champions League playing each other, probably not, but definitely at the group stage, that defending was the yeah. worst I've ever seen. I thought it was like that, but no, he had to. Um, it had to be passed. Like there were, there were a few players who could have changed that. I, don't I always think, as a midfielder, if you give the ball away in a position like that and it goes in, it's always that was your fault. Yeah. Okay. Whereas, okay. Oh, no, I, I agree with that. Okay. I, and the def- I, I do agree. I think perhaps the defenders maybe could have done a little bit more. I love Wanyam. I think he's been our best player. But I do you think? Walk, do you think Walker was at fault there for not tracking? No, Musa? this is the thing because because of where we gave it away, they had a man over, and Walker he had to go, he had to mark the man he could see because that man was in front of him. He had to take the chance that I'm going to go there. If the ball gets played behind me, what can you do? Like you have to mark yeah, yeah. as a fullback. You have to when it goes like you have to get in tight to your centre half. You have to mark what's next. Year. Walker's probably go if I can't see him, he probably doesn't exist, and if he doesn't exist, he can't score. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dire. It's dire for me. Dire. I'd like to see them both. I think. Well, imagine, just, imagine going to Arsenal at the weekend having Dire Wanyama Dembele in the middle. Oh, imagine great. that. Just, just those old legs snapping. I'd, I wouldn't mind trying to drop um, Ericsson for Dembele. As in put Dembele on the left? No. <laughs> <laughs> we play just three, in the maybe. We play three of them in the middle. Yeah. Ali slightly off of the side. Yeah. Ali slightly that. on, slightly, Ali slightly on the left. It's mental. We're not at all talking about Sissoko, who's off. The, but he's, he's suspended for this yep. game, right? But then this is this is the thing, and we can actually move on to the Leverkusen game. Will he be back in for that? I would play Sissoko. No, hang that. on. So he's suspended for Leverkusen. No, he's not. I, it doesn't count, does it? No, he's back for the Leverkusen game, which makes you think: Will he play squad rotation? Few players arguably not been playing that well. Do you bring him back? I, I think Absolutely. he will bring yeah. him back in. I think he well, will. This Leverkusen game is a must win now, isn't it? Must Home win. games are yeah, must win. But then is it is it a must win or is it a must not lose? It's a must win. I think it's a must win. I think yeah. We're, going in, you, you win your home games, draw your away games. We lost the Monaco game, but we gained points in Russia. This, so we're now back to base. This is potentially a six-pointer, right? Well, it is oh, a six-pointer. Yeah, so if Leverkusen win, they've now all of a sudden got daylight on us. And By point? By two points? By how many? Two. I think we're one in front of them. We're one in front, so okay, it'll be yeah. two points. Yeah, it's important because you've run out of games, don't you? Yeah, but, and yeah. there'll be two games left. You, obviously, first thing first, do not lose, but it's a must-win. Hmm. I think, yeah, I think you're bringing... Brings this okay back in off the right, I and then so. we'll see. Harry Kane, well. Harry Kane, maybe on the oh, bench. Yeah, maybe Toby's not going to be back. For I'd, we'll I'd save Toby. Do I you think. think he'll be ready, Kane? I think he. Might. I know they were saying he'd be ready for Sunday, but I, I don't know if Wednesday is too soon. I I don't think they'd risk him. I don't think he's ready, but uh, Toby's not ready for Arsenal either. I th- is he not? Has no. that been confirmed? It's been confirmed. That's a shame. I think Kane might be on the bench Wednesday, and he might get fifteen minutes to see how he is. Yeah. And then he'll throw him straight in against. I cannot. It's going to be such a tough game because they're going to go. We cannot lose, and like we we couldn't beat Bournemouth, who could not lose, and that's Bournemouth. This is. It'd be interesting. And Danny Rose did a really good interview after the Leicester game, saying it's a massive week and it's a minimum six points from the next. I love two. Danny Rose. Oh yeah. So well, we'll the see. next three games in the league, 
I reckon we're going to lose one of them. Oh yeah. Which one? Which one of the three would you want to lose to? You do. So well, out of Arsenal, Chelsea, and West Ham, I'd so want to lose. Draw, what's your? I'd want to lose to West Ham because it would affect us least, least. in the yeah. league. But it's West Ham, and then a draw to Chelsea and a win against Arsenal—that would be mine. That'd be your three. I'm, I'm with Jack on this. That would be mine. I think logically, yeah. But then you hate all of. Th- I probably hate West Ham the least of the three. Well, just because they're relevant, right? I just—I've never really had that much of an issue with West Ham. Be just because they're just, relevant but standing next to them when they're Sieg Heiling and hissing I, I hate yeah. them like I really hate them tell you what I did want to do sorry go on I was just going to say Chelsea for me what lose to Chelsea well because it, it's away we mm. historically don't do well there you know away um, and West Ham's not a good team you know losing mm. to them uh, Chelsea's playing alright right now so I think losing to them would be a little bit more easier to yeah. stomach it's not it's, it's Sophie's choice but yeah, yeah, it's an impossible question, <laughs> there, really. What what other teams? What what are the teams you hate and you like? Like it's interesting to have your because we were talking about this, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, because we I like Everton. I think you like Everton yeah. outside yeah. of this. It's a proper well. club, okay. Everton. Um, yeah. but what are the teams that you sort of like or sort of hate as well? And there's, um, there's no, it doesn't have to be any reason. The yeah, from. yeah. So all right, I'll, teams I like. Um, I do like Everton. Um, when I started getting into the Premier League, um, that was one of the clubs that I kind of followed their matches, and they were kind of on the up. You know they weren't they weren't there they weren't really winning week in and week mm. out like some of the other clubs but but they looked like they were moving in the right direction very similar position to, to Spurs in yeah. my opinion um, I have kind of have a soft spot for Villa um, I mean they're they they're just awful they've been awful for <laughs> for a, f- a few minutes now but um, but I kind of like them you, you know they, they have a lot of history they have a great you know iconic park um, and um, in Swansea. Because oh, yeah. um, they're just like a, this plucky little coastal club, yeah. and I've actually been to Swansea, believe Why? it or not. Great! Uh, I did the Mumbles Mile pub crawl. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, my, it's, my, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No, my, so I'm from down the road. I'm from, um, and yeah, my brother. Not sure if I should say this. My brother used to work in a Domino's in uh, Domino's Pizza right, Chain. Is it great? And um, <laughs> it's great. He, he sent me a video that he filmed of someone who walked up to the window, dropped their trousers and pooed on the window. Oh, well, there's no Of Domino's. <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you... I could understand urinating on a window, but how do you poo on a window? So just... I mean, <laughs> imagine what it would it'd be like. He's just, just backing up and doing it. That's, that, and, and that, that is it. Swansea. <laughs> what do you do? And now that's the, the, whale, the Welsh tourist boards. Uh, that's come the, to Wales. slogan, coming and shit in our windows. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I liked uh, Swansea, and then uh, the teams I don't like are, are obvious. I mean, the three we just discussed are probably they probably top the list. Um, I also I, I this sounds weird, but I hate Sunderland. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not weird at all. Not weird at all. I don't want. They need to go down. <laughs> they somehow managed to pull because they pull they pull survival out of their asses every season. <laughs> And they're just awful. They're a hideous Every, bunch. They're yeah. disgusting. I, 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 I would be hundred percent. Yeah, like I would never. Bloody hate them. I watch very few uh, non-Spurs matches. Well, not very few, but but few. Um, probably less than you you guys do. But if I ever had to watch a, a, a Sunderland well, versus whomever on on Saturday, dairy um, me. Yeah, dairy. They're me. not very good, are they? Brutal. No. I'd just, rather cut the lawn. Like. Just, <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say Sunderland. <laughs> that was just, one of the least. Just on Sunderland, 
Defoe? January? Yes no, or no? No. Why? No. We've been there and we've done it with him Why? twice. He's a, yeah, Why? He's, a, he's a good forward. He's past it now. He's not- because he doesn't fit the Poch system. Like Poch is, you have players who play who can play in two roles and they work really, really hard. Defoe doesn't do that. No, but with Defoe, you're guaranteed I'm a, goals. I'm, I'm going to agree with that. You're, you're guaranteed goals and... The current team he's playing in Sunderland are like Jack could play better by himself oh, as, a, as a 10, mm. combined 10. Like, they're terrible. They are absolutely, they, they, as you said, they shouldn't be in the Premier League. No. They're disgusting, right? You have to trust if the you, system, though. If, the you system. Put, if you put Defoe in with decent players, if you, if you let him run in, if you give him ball to run on to, I know, I know he all will of this. score. I know, I know all of this. And someone who, when it comes to January, and we need to get a goal of the... Like the West, West Brom game last season, when we, we were desperately needing to change something. Yeah. Right? Someone like Defoe could have easily come on against, like... He's I'm, not, I'm never going to agree. Do you, do you know who agrees with Habas? No. Gary Mabbitt. Yeah, well... <laughs> Just throwing that out there. A, a bad class, I, a habit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd go in for Defoe. I really would. Six is, months, short-term deal... What's the worst that can happen? Well, he's not going to score, right? Then you're often you're often the striker. <laughs> the striker in Potter's system provides pressure from the back. So as soon as the um, if you have a look, our, def- our striker is always approaching the centre back, so they they never get time on the ball. So that enables us to do the high press. Like, there's an amazing video of Ibrahimovic getting really pissed off at Rooney because Rooney isn't pressing because they do the press together. But Defoe won't do that. But the thing is, Defoe won't start. Defoe will come on after 55, 60, 65 minutes. He will never start a game. Yeah. I, I, and he will get snatch, snatches of goals, and but the the, ga- the gaps he will leave will be bigger than the goals he will score. My two points on that would be, number one, how hungry would he be coming back versus an 18-year-old from the youth team? Probably the young player, he'd have, he'd, Probably he'd, the young player would be more ha- hungry. He'd have experience. Something he would that, have. No, no, he would have. So, he would have experience. So he's been there, he's done it. So even with the Champions League, was he in our team, Champions League 2010 to 11? I'm not sure. Something Maybe he wasn't. Sure. He didn't play. Yeah, because he scored against was, um, yeah. Young Boys, didn't he? He had the handball goal oh, against yeah. Young Boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Right, so he's, had, he's got Champions League. Didn't Say, score any other assuming, goals, though, did he? Assuming we make it Guaranteed through. Guaranteed him, though. <laughs> <laughs> Came off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> 50, 55, 65. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> Assuming we, we, we make it through, right? His... But even I'm if not we, disagreeing like, with any of these points. The, the Champions, even forget the Champions League, the Premier League. Right in the last six months of the season, we're going to have games where we're going to be at home. We're going to get like a terrible team like Sunderland coming up, setting up shop, having all eleven behind the ball, and you need someone who's got when that one chance comes because it will come. Yeah, someone who's going to be able to take it and Defoe. That, that's Kane though. Or Ericsson or Allen. I'm not Ericsson. And I'm not Ericsson fan right now. Not Ericsson if, if the foe is marked out the game, which is easy to do when you're... Cause he, when we were an up-and-coming club, I think he was great for us. But when you've got 11 men behind the ball, imagine him against West Brom. But imagine playing, do anything. But imagine playing two up top. So having Ericsson and Kane. Ericsson can do the hold-up play, mm. pass it on to, Kane, uh, on to, on to the foe, who, who will finish. Yeah, I get it. And he'll smack it. As hard as he can at their face, which is the Defoe way, and he does score. Like, and he's a, he's a Tottenham legend. I just think we've passed him now. Yeah, I do understand the argument of bringing him back, but I just think you're better off promoting youth. And I think he always struggled, Jermaine, with back to goal, hold up play. He always but that's not found his job. That's not his job. But then it it would be in 
games where teams have got 11 behind the ball. But that would be Kane's job, wouldn't it? So Kane would be the one who's holding up the Maybe. ball, passing it on to someone like a Defoe. Like, I mean, we saw, we saw, like, it's not, it's not a dig at uh, Harrison, but that chance he had against Liverpool when he was through and going, his first touch let him down. You're not going to get that with Defoe. Not going to get it. Well, you might do, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison, but you've got Harrison, less chance of getting it from Defoe than you would from someone like Harrison, yeah, who's not had game time. Harrison learnt less and he'll be better next time for it. And, like, if he'd scored, we'd say, we, we don't need Defoe, you know. So, the next one he'll probably score yeah. and we'll go, we'll go mental. Jack, get control of Moving on, moving on. Yeah. Woolwich. Woolwich away at the weekend. Oh, I'm worried. Must win, I'm must not lose. It's a must not lose. I'd love to take a draw there and I'll be I'll take one a draw happy. Now. Take a draw now. Yeah. yeah. Take a draw now. Yeah. They're looking so good. Yeah. Oh, come on. Sanchez. I'm Look, worried. Best defence in the league. Hmm? Best defence in the league we've got. They'll be looking at us thinking, how are we going to get past that? Well, well no Toby. No Toby. Sanchez is Theo so back good. As well. He's been decent form, hasn't he? Talking about putting my fancy I team. cannot wait for this game. I literally cannot wait. I think we're going into it and everyone's really worried. I think Arsenal will be going into it thinking this is going to be the game where we're going to really do them and we pull, pull out, out the big performance. Yeah, it's probably the top of league game based on the results we've had that we really need where it doesn't matter how well you plan it how many times have you seen it where we're going into North London Derby and we're flying they're really struggling with results they've had some dodgy ones and then they play through their skin and end up beating us yeah. I think this could this could this be the it. game I, 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 I don't see I'm afraid I, I've gone no no sorry mate no I was going to say I'd, I'd be more than happy so if you offer me a point right now let's, let's skip the game let's get the point let's move on I'm going to that but I'm also agreeing with you as well. Like our two biggest games of the season so far, I'm going Ch- uh, Chesco, CSK, Moscow away and City at home. And we pulled it out of the bag both times. Like yeah. amazing defence. And we-, we battered City, really. I think we can do it again. I think it's going to be a really, really tight game. But, it, but I mean, we're not at the moment, we're just not clinical enough. I, I know. I know. We're talking about creating chances, and it's better to create chances than not create chances, and you know, scraping a draw. We're creating chances, but we're not clinical enough. And I think this is where the problem lies. We're, we're going to create. We're going to create chances, but are we? I'm not going to say we're good enough, but are we able to create those chances? Because I think we are. Because at the moment, Arsenal are flying. Let's. They've got a very good team at the moment. They're a settled team. Sanchez is on fire. Theo will probably be back, and he's been in quality form, yeah. which pains me to say. I think we're going to smash him. We're going to smash him. We're going to smash him. I'll, I'll, I'll take, take a one, one all. Take, uh, so that's your prediction, one all? Yeah. 2 0. Oh, no, actually, no, that's a lie. Arsenal win. Ars- Sorry. Brilliant. Prediction oh, for the Arsenal game? 2 0. To the Mighty Lily Whites. Uh, Come on, you suppose. One all. I think we're going to edge it 1-0 I think it's going to be a header we're going to big headed goal big Eric Dyer I reckon it'll be 2-0 last minute Giroud will come on and score a goal but that's it quiz time quiz time hang on have we done uh, Leverkusen Davy Elder oh, we've missed a oh, lot yeah. of stuff actually from we haven't we um, so we've had some stuff from the Facebook <laughs> listeners um, alright do you want to read Davy Elder's point out ah oh, yeah right then um so Davy Elder goes, um, for me, the game on Sunday is more important. It's them, the wandering nomads from the south, who came across our lands and planted their sewage-stained hoops in North London. As much as I prefer Champions League games, I would sacrifice it to get a result on Sunday. What do you lads prefer? So, so, if you could, so if you could win one... One win this week. But I know who's in Arsenal. I, Arsenal. Arsenal. 
We've got no chance. Oh. <laughs> We've got no chance of winning the Champions League. See, my heart is saying Arsenal. My head's saying Leverkusen. I agree with that. <laughs> I'll tell the Arsenal the, one. The, I think the result. Uh, there's fireworks outside. It's uh, it's Halloween. Um, oh. Either that or the postcode wars have started again. You guys have fireworks for Halloween. Yeah, it's Diwali too. So happy Diwali too. Oh, happy Diwali. I, yeah. I actually saw Diwali fireworks on. Um, Saturday night. Mm. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we saying? The, the 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 points are more valuable in the Champions League, aren't they? Than than yeah. Arsenal. It's just, you know, it's just it's Arsenal, isn't it? It's just yeah. Because if it was if it was Southampton, you go Leverkusen. Yeah. Leverkusen. You would. But oh, so what you're saying? Yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal. Because it, if you lose to Arsenal, then we've drawn the last how many games? We lost to Arsenal, and people will be negative, and it'll be in a negative spiral of results. Like everybody and said. On top of that, I cannot take the Arsenal fans at work. Oh, I cannot I hate take them. them. I hate them. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know any Leverkusen fans. Here's what I want: beat Arsenal, get through the knockout stage of the Champions League, no matter how it happens. Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the dream okay. scenario. That. Um, other stuff I had on the Facebook page. Um, John Dork. So, do you think the creative midfielders seem to have lost a bit yes. of their zip? So, this yep. is what we touched on earlier. I think we all sort of thought, yeah, probably they have. Um, do we need Isco and top quality striker such as Hernandez in January to make the top four? Top quality striker Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we necessarily need any more bodies to make the top four, but I just think they need to find their rhythm a little well, bit more. Gilfie Sigurdsson comes out for six mil. Would you take him? No, he's not going to get in. He's not getting the team. What, 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 yeah, what game is he going to play? Same ones as Defoe. Off the bench. <laughs> 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 he also um, says, "Looking forward to being at Wembley on Wednesday." Come on, you Spurs! To dare is to do. Love it. Or dare est facare. Brilliant Latin. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Chris Carter, um, bearing him on the slog to Wembley. What's the worst trip people have had? On the way to a game, home or away. So I went to Swansea with you, nightmare. And that was awful. What a yep. slog. We did about 95 on the motorway. <laughs> and it took us about half an hour down to Wales, didn't it? It's downhill. I don't think. I don't <laughs> 75 think, tops. I don't think the slog to Wembley is that bad. It's awful. I hate it. It is long for me. The one, what I hate is walking up uh, Wembley Way. That's probably the worst. That's part of the trip. That's the best bit of the journey. No, it's not. That's no, not. No? Well, none of us could actually. <laughs> <laughs> I used to because I come in from Hertfordshire, so I have to come down into London and back up again. And when the trains are off, you have to catch a bus, and it takes forever. Like it takes forever, and that's an awful trip. So I've had to do that a few times. But I mean, you've had to come from Boston, which is quite a long. <laughs> yeah, place. I was just going to say. Well, I, actually, I came from. I was in Spain oh. um, before this, and and uh, I flew Ryanair. That was. I'm worse. sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we sat on. You'll the never do that once. Didn't we, you? we, I, they're so cheap. <laughs> Yeah, we sat on the tarmac for like an hour. Cause they didn't have the plane didn't have power or AC, and it was eighty-five in Mallorca. Oh, beautiful! Right there. So I'm trying to think that. of away games. I've been to that been bad. I can't really. I think did of Sunderland, any. which oh. was a long journey last year. West Ham at home. They're, they're away. Their last game, mm. their last Spurs oh, game, where yeah. we lost one 0 Like I left ten minutes early, and there armed guards, dogs everywhere. Like it was mm. really. If you haven't been to West Ham, you have to queue to get into the West Ham station, and it's single file, and it, it, there's no space, so there's just a huge queue of people outside, wow. and all the fans are mixed, and it's it's horrendous. It's awful. Well, it's gone now, thankfully. 
Um, quiz time? Quiz time. It's not like there's any problems at the new uh, yeah, West Ham yeah. ground either, is there? So, uh, how find, good is find it? They might have to play. How good is it they might have to play behind closed doors? I think that's a you know what? I think that's such a shame because you think if something like that was happening at Spurs and it was a small minority and that happened, granted it shouldn't be happening, but it, it's such a shame when you see it because you know that honest fans that go there for the right reasons are going to end up getting punished for it. Yeah. It's such a shame. Night, night. Idiots! They're not football fans. Not football these people—they're going with an excuse for a punch up and a bit of trouble. They're not fans at all. Gucci are mad though, aren't they? One of the main one of the main shots is of, their, of a guy wearing a Gucci hat. The new Burberry, just unbelievable, <laughs> just, just <laughs> unbelievable. Thanks. Right, quiz. Um, all right, Jack's going first. Sorry, I've jumped in. Yeah. Um, what were Tottenham Hotspur the first club to do in 1983? Sorry. <laughs> You'll never get this. Is, is Even Stato wouldn't get this. What's the question? What was Tottenham Hotspur the first club to do in 1983? Underfloor heating in changing rooms. Um, it's not a back. <laughs> um, I don't know. Numbers. Brilliant. No. Spot. No. I'm just float shares on the London Stock Exchange. Uh, should have got that. Yeah. Should you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spurs recorded a. <laughs> Biggest victories of the 2004-2005 season against Villa and Southampton. What was the score? 6 1. 5 0. 7 2. 5 1. Oh, oh so close. Alright. Just pick Start one. Start with the yellow one. Right. Yeah. From which club did Tottenham Hotspur sign Chris Perry? Wimbledon. Oh, Got it. Got it. Oh! Same was that the same window when we got Perry Sullivan and Lynn Hodgson? Yeah, did we Strong. all in one window? Strong. That's why you two are here. <laughs> Name two of the four unused substitutes in the nineteen ninety nine League Cup final. Oh. You already named one of them. Chris Leonard. Perry. No, Lynn Hodgson. Oh no, maybe you haven't. Lynn Sullivan <laughs> sounds like <laughs> Lynn Hodgson. <laughs> um, oh man, I've got no idea. Chris Armstrong. Espen Bardson. Oh, I love Espen Bardson. Love him. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. You're going to clear that mess up. Jose <laughs> Dominguez. <laughs> there it is. Oh, Luke. There, it, there we go. It was the dribble. <laughs> or Luke Young. Brilliant. <laughs> At which club did Glenn Hoddle begin his managerial career? <laughs> oh, it's not Chelsea. Swind- no, no, no. It's not Swindon, is it? Swindon Town. Oh, nice. But you said it's not, so. Well, no, no. It's unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> Spurs' first win in the league in the 2001 2002 season was a 2 1 victory over Southampton at White Hart Lane. Which defender scored for the second successive game? 2001. Ledley King. No, no um, the dead one. What's his name? Sorry? Dean Richards. Dean Richards. No. I have no idea. Ziga. Oh. In what year did Steve Sedgley join Tottenham Hotspur? 84. 88. 86. All wrong. <laughs> 89. Oh, away again. Which famous future manager of England did Tottenham Hotspur sign from Southampton in, for 21 grand in 1949? Future England manager? Yeah. Knighted England manager. Got the same surname as a Welsh Arsenal legend. But I feel I'm Sir Alf Ramsey. Awkward. Awkward. That's a disgrace. Uh, well, that is bad, isn't it? As an Englishman, as one of the two English people in the room. Got a poppy on, though, no? Yeah. 
<laughs> At which club did Teddy Sheridan begin his professional career? West Forest? Ham? No. Charlton? No. West Preston. Big Preston. rival of West Ham. Millwall? Millwall. Oh, really? Yeah. Who were the visitors to White Hart Lane in 1938, which resulted in a record atten- attendance at White Hart Lane? Arsenal. <sighs> no. I'm going to say, is, was it, is it an English team? Yeah. Someone's favourite team. Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a strange one. Yeah. Seventy-five thousand thirty-eight people for Sunderland at home. Must have been. Must have been important. Imagine getting twice as many people in that bloody stadium. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can't. I just that. no. Yeah. Um, which club gave Ozzy Adias his first manager managerial job? I have no, oh, no idea. Boca Juniors. Spurs. No, don't know. No, I guess it's Swindon Town. Oh, Swindon, all the greats. Like, we've got this weird, coll- weird the connection, haven't we? Um, which club did Willie Young join after leaving Tottenham Hotspur? Fulham. Worse. Oh, dear. Charlton. Worse. Millwall. Where's the worst club you could go to? Arsenal. Arsenal. Scumbag. Willie Young. It's not welcome on here. No. Willie Dick. <laughs> <laughs> It's the title of this week's show. <laughs> what is it? I'd rather be doing the lawn. <laughs> this is the title. Do one, one more. One more. One. Um, up until the end of the 0506 season. True. <laughs> <laughs> Spurs have played 166 FA Cup matches away from home. How many of these games have they won? 62, 68, 74, 80, or true? 80. 64. 74. 62 I've got the reverse of this question literally the reverse what is the (laughs) what is the distance from the lower edge of the crossbar to the ground we're doing the bottom question but you can do well I've I've done 10 foot no 8 foot or (laughs) what 2 metres 9 foot no it is 8 foot but I wanted wanted metres I mean what's the 1.8 incorrect sorry 2.2 2.44 2.44 Yep Brilliant Brilliant <laughs> <laughs> There are three dead ball situations When a player cannot be ruled offside A corner and a throw in are two What is the third? It's when you're bringing the ball back on So is that an indirect free kick? No A goal kick? Yes Yes is the, is the correct on. answer. So, similarly, Jack, up until the end of the 2005 6 season, Tottenham Hotspur have played 182 FA Cup matches at home. How many of these games have they won? 106, 117, 129, or 140? 106. I'll go 117. I'll go with whatever the third one was. It's, <laughs> it is 117. It's better at home than we are away, then. Yep. In the FA Cup. Well, what's that percentage? Because oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's about forty-five percent. We're forty-five percent better. Don't trust Atlas's numbers if you work with him. <laughs> no, don't trust those numbers. That's a lie. It's about it's about eighty <laughs> percent. Just go. a little double. That's the evidence. <laughs> yeah. um, any more uh, football fan- fantasy? Eighty points this week. I got. Well, well done. I saw that. I've uh, played. I've done triple captain this week. That's right. Oh. Not this week. Not the one just. As gone. in, you've played it for this weekend. As in, I have played it for this weekend. Yes, mm. and I've. Mm. <laughs> Up to 20th for 38. Who's your, uh, who's your Aguero, isn't it? Yeah. I need to get him on my team. Hans Mitchell scored the same as me. Hannick, Dan Arlington, friend of the show. Chris Carter, friend of the show. Bloody hell. Stato's down to. Oh no, Andrew Rutherford is down to sixth. 
Just called Butters. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Adele Mitchell. Tyndall is of the sh- of the uh, is the highest of us. Fraser Pitt, friend of the show. No one important until me. In <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Where are you, Jack? I think I'm only a few places behind you. I think. Not, I, he's a, I think it's about fiftieth. Well, I don't think I'm that far back now. I think he is. You're not even on the. Uh, Jack Latchford, Finding Me, though, 47th. I'm 42nd, mate, so uh, step again Don't up. you worry, don't you worry. I've still got two players tonight. So have you? Have Eric you? Peters and Leroy Fair tonight. Points. Hopefully. Point. Absolute guarantee clean sheet, that. Hopefully Leroy Fair comes off after 20 minutes and Eric Peters scores an on go. Amazing. Brilliant. Oh, no way. <laughs> You're having the small. That's some retro. <laughs> We've got <laughs> some oh, mate. No. Boston Tottenham t-shirts. No way. I come bearing gifts. Oh, that is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. I didn't know sizes, so I wrote, just brought one of each. You'll have to fight amongst yourselves. Super. Oh, I am small. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a little mess. At least he's not afraid to admit it. <laughs> yeah. These are so good. Thank you. That is super. Thank you no, so much. No worries. Thanks for having me on. What oh, a gift man. at the end of the show. We'll have a, we'll have a, a selfie in a minute. Um, that's so good. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Thank you very much. What a way to end the show that is, I think. Yeah. Leverkusen. Be- so we've got Leverkusen Wednesday, Arsenal White Weekend, whatever the results. Whatever size T-shirt you are, future's <laughs> bright, future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Gaza's top free kick at Wembley. Aussie's knees have gone all trembly. And a Tim requires assembly. Danny Montauer. Local boy Ledley King, Greavesy scoring everything. Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle, Lee Young Pyo. Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Ramatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute. Gary Mabbitt in Chile, Sergi Rembrandt for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4 3 Stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Amiyachenko, number nine Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Ball of Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing out White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won In 1961 Aaron Lennon's long green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsey saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley We lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel 
Mender shoots from halfway. Carol fumbling the same. Clattenburg doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, but we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hart Lane. Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into Equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel at Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back And Asimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardleston's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Sakura and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The sticker was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios, Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick, Dave Mackay picking fights, European Glory Knights, Terry Dyson go on my son, Cliff Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, How dare S for Two dare is to do. Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. White on Lane, Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over, we treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. And Liam Walker's page three go. Gus Boyer, free kick club. Gomez made super saves, he can shake my wife. Edrington loved the cookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Fox never quits, you can be sure of it. Robinson's long shot, AVB's deep spot, David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup. Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl, Peter Crouch eight foot tall, Jurgen Klinsmann's dive. Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision, Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandro's kung fu kick. Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White and White are made If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what's best to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I get to white hot lane Winning style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will echo with glory